What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Not Gonna Lie. I'm your host, Jonathan Terry, joined by Hayden Cheryl. Oh, hello. Watching the end of the Cowboys-Vikings game. Yeah, so we're, I'm going to be mad distracted. Oh, my goodness. We won't be getting a lot of, like, solid analysis from <laughs> Hayden until the game is over. There's only three minutes so left. Just, yeah, so just hang tight. But it'll, it'll make it minutes. interesting because uh, this game's a good one. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't it a is. good game... It is. We wouldn't have a problem. Exactly. Yeah, then we would, yeah. But it's it's fine. We like we like close games. Remember, my one guarantee was the Cowboys minus three. Well, the two were... Cowboys minus three and under under Colts, on the total Colts points. Dolphins under 44, which... Which was... You're which right. Which was good. Solid. solid. Exactly. You know where, you know why they're right, John? Because you didn't bet on it. Exactly. If you would have bet on it, you'd have been wrong. I, let's let's actually take a let's take a. If peek. you start fading your bets, you'll probably end up getting those wrong just because you're fading them. Exactly. See, uh, there's really see. nothing you can do. So my against the spread picks, one of two of them remain to be seen yet because it's Seattle plus six against San Francisco and the under in that game. Under, um, yeah, because defense. But right now, so is Minnesota Dallas Dallas minus three. So if they score a touchdown, it'll uh, what is that called? I forget the exact term. But basically, cover the if, if I bet no, if I bet money on it, my money would just be returned to me that I made on the bet. Oh yes, is a push. That's what it is. A push. So it was a push. If they score a touchdown here, um, but if they well, and it holds at that. Yeah, exactly. But there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot going on here. Maybe. And then yeah, Miami Indianapolis under 44, which hit the over in Arizona and Tampa Bay hit as well. But I, but the Bucks did not cover at four and a half, and I lost the. Chargers and Oakland. So if I can go two and zero uh, in the Monday night games, then this will be a successful week. Because anything over fifty two and zero. Oh, you mean two two and zero in the night Monday, games? In the Monday night games. If I can go two and zero one Monday night game. Yeah, but I have two. Oh, you have two. I put two on oh, there. Okay. So if I that over fifty percent is considered a successful venture. That's so true. So that's what we're pushing for is fifty percent. But let's hit these games. All right, let's rock through them. Let's let's start with the ten o'clock games. Bills Browns. Was Bills, that a ten o'clock Browns, game? That was, was a ten o'clock game. Uh, Stephen Hauschka missed a potential game tying field goal uh, to to f- send the game to overtime. The Browns didn't look good, but the Bills looked worse. If that makes sense. Yeah, uh, it's Browns, it's really disappointing. The Browns ran uh, eight plays, and this was in one drive. They ran eight plays inside the two yard line. They did not score. They also had another drive, a totally separate drive, where they it had was defense though three plays. No, it was poor play calling. Yeah, it was. It was. Like Josh the, Allen didn't play poorly though. Yeah, no, and and then also they had another drive, totally separate, uh, inside the two for two plays. They got stopped there, and then they were going to go for it, but then they had a false start penalty, which pushed them back. Yes, which forced them to kick a field goal. Which, and they couldn't run; they weren't able which, to feed the ball to Singletary like they wanted to. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the Bills. I thought you were talking about. I, I'm talking I'm about, about the Browns. Oh, you're talking about the Browns? I'm talking about the Browns, oh, yeah. yeah okay. Browns had the eight plays inside the two. Well, oh, like yes. Like 11 I did see. plays okay, inside yeah, yeah, the two. Yeah. Um, I got ahead of myself. But, yeah, the the Bills looked bad. Uh, it, I think it really was just a case of, like... Baker looked okay. The Bills looked worse than the Browns did. Yeah, but... He looked like... I mean, he, like, there was room for him to improve, which is always always the case. But, statistically, the Browns are not out of the playoffs at this point. No. At three and six, they're, they're and two six. games out of the second wild card. Um, and now they have the tiebreaker over the Bills. So if the Bills start to fall apart uh, and it does come down to it, this is going to be something to keep in mind. That being said, do you think the Bills are making the playoffs, Sean? Mm, let's see. Let's see their schedule. So, so they're go, six and three. They'll go. So Steelers, they get the Dolphins next Dolphins, week. So that's a win. Steelers. Wait, Bengals, no, I don't see Steelers. Cardinals. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, it's Steelers it, this there's Thursday. No, there's no Steelers. 
I'm talking. You asked me if the Browns can make the playoffs. I said Bills. Oh, can the Bills? Will the Bills still make the playoffs? Because they get Dolphins. That's a win. Okay. Broncos, probably win. Yeah. Cowboys they'll, and Ravens. Are they going to win one of those? They'll probably win these next two, and then they'll lose the next four. Four, and, and then, then win, win the last. So they go four and four over the last. So go, or three and four. Three and four. So they'll go nine and seven. Nine and seven. That's nine and seven could do it. I feel like they'll steal one. I think they'll steal one out of the yeah. next four. They're going to beat the Cowboys or the Steelers. Ravens, Steelers. Probably not the Patriots. It'll be the Cowboys or the Steelers. I would Cowboys bet on the Steelers. Steelers. Or Ravens because they are in Buffalo. Yes. Okay. So, so they'll probably make the playoffs. Maybe. 10 and 6. They could win 10. Yeah, that'll do it. It just depends on where the, the Browns are. The Browns, I don't see them point. making the playoffs at this point. They could get Steelers hot. Steelers and Dolphins and then Steelers and then Bengals and then Cardinals is a nice stretch. It and is. Bengals again. If you're they don't get, play anybody. If you're going to get hot, this is the time to do it. But obviously, the Steelers are also hot at the same time. And they have to play twice. It, which makes it difficult. But they also get to play like, the Bengals twice, who are cold as can be. Exactly. Uh, All right, let's move on. Let's see. Uh, how about an actual good game? How was, about an actual good game? Chiefs-Titans. I was, just looked at that one. That's perfect. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, Mahomes looked good. Yeah. Uh, and He honestly, doesn't look like if, he just dislocated his knee a couple weeks were ago. Just, if you were just on Instagram, like, and just scrolling through the highlights, You'd you would think have assumed, the Chiefs won. You would have assumed that the Chiefs won. Yes. Uh, just because of all the highlights, the jump throw pass that I Mahomes made. I like the jump throw. Uh, you know, but the, you weren't the, impressed by it. I mean, it was whatever. Like a lot of guys, get, we didn't hear. I saw one post about Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry had 23 carries for 180 yards and two touchdowns. I also had him in fantasy. I think in two leagues actually. I, I had him in a league as well. Which I had him in good. the league, the other league that we're in together that you don't have him in. So exactly, we're both happy today. Yeah. So we're looking good. He's looking good. Titans are looking good. I, I'm telling you, Ryan Tannehill looks serviceable. There's something. There's something to be said uh, with Mike Vrabel. Vrabel, wow, can't talk. Vrabel, and the fact that he, how he's able to motivate his guys when they're not favored to win. <laughs> you, you've said this a couple times. Now. If they could only, they don't be, win the games they're favored in. Exactly. If they could only be not favored in every game the rest of the season, they'd win every game they play. Yeah, that's it's absolutely insane. Like Vrabel, I don't know if you know they that needs to happen or if Vrabel needs to learn how to motivate his guys uh, when they're when they're underdogs. But the next few games here, they'll take on the Jaguars on the road, Colts on or. Jaguars at home, Colts on the road, Raiders on the road, and then te- Texans. They at won't home. be favored in a lot of those, so that's good. That's for them. true. I think, yeah, I, you could go. I mean, if they're two and two, they go two and two over these next four, which is highly likely because you're playing. They're playing 500 or above teams the rest of the way through. It's gonna be a tough stretch for them. John, this game's about to come down to this. No doubt here. about it. Oh, really? Cowboys fourth are fourth and five. And five oh, okay. Forty-two seconds left. Oh boy. But yeah, so Titans are playing some tough teams. Uh, which you know could bode well for them. The Chiefs, however, are fine. Yeah, there's They're, there's no concern. Nobody's freaking out about the them. only the biggest weakness for the Chiefs. Well, there are two weaknesses. One of them is Patty Mahomes' kneecap. <laughs> the second one is AFC South opponents because when Mahomes has been at quarterback, they're only they're, they have three losses, and all three of them have come to AFC South opponents. First not, the the Colts, then the Texans, yep. and now the Titans. But the next few weeks. They don't have to play any more AFC South opponents. Exactly. So that's... They do have a tough schedule. They have to play the Raiders, the Pats, and... Actually, I would take that back. It's a mediocre schedule. Yeah. They, I mean, the Chargers could get hot. I mean, we've seen them. We, we saw them beat the, the Packers. The Raiders, that's going to be a good game for sure. Because they've got a bye in between the, the Chargers and the Raiders game. Uh, where the Raiders could potentially... We talked about it. Cowboys the lost. Raiders could be... Uh, so he couldn't get it done. Wow. Interesting. So one of my guarantees falls out the window. Yeah, there it went. That's so sad. I told oh, you, John. Three timeouts. I told There's you we were going to lose this game. Yeah, but I don't know why. Like, I don't know why that has to. Like, 
why that's the case. I, it, like, it doesn't make sense to I me. I don't know, but we just lose because we just lose games we shouldn't. Exactly. Like the Jets, you you would think that's a win. Oh. The Vikings, it's Kirk Cousins Three time in outs, prime time. Is that enough? Yeah, you stop the ball and get thirty seconds back, but you need a touchdown, which I would love a little Michael Gallup deep ball there. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, Chiefs, Chiefs are fine. That's no big deal. I mean, they go eleven and five. I was talking about them getting the two seed. Um, but this kind of puts things in perspective. You know, obviously the, the defense is still a problem. Yeah. Uh, for sure that they, they really haven't made any efforts to correct. And now it's kind of starting to bite them a little bit. Um, and then, but the Titans don't know if they're a playoff team, uh, but they'll win a couple of sneaky ones and could play spoiler. They could on their way for to a lot of teams. season. Uh, but it's interesting oh, to see though. Oh boy. The John. Broncos could have gone with, with, uh, Oh, he almost he almost fumbled. Devin Cook almost fumbled that. Oh, that's what happened. I didn't even see that. Okay, well, good for him for holding on to it. That could have been bad for us. Terrible. That uh, would have been great. All right, let's let's keep it rolling Uh-oh, here. The next game on the list is Dolphins Colts. John, actually, are you ready to talk? They're about not it? a ten o'clock game, but we can Packers talk, Panthers. We can talk about. Game. No, that was a one o'clock game. Those as are well. both ones. Yeah. What else is ten? It's fine. We'll we'll talk about that one. Oh, jeez. Um, it's a gross one to talk about. I don't know. I, it's not I a fun was, game. I was upset with the way the defense played. I was upset with the way Brian Hoyer threw the ball. I was upset with the way our receivers caught the ball. I was upset with Venetary yet again. Uh, I was upset with our play calling towards the end of the game, calling a timeout on fourth down. I was upset with our throat, like just decision-making. Yeah. Everything was terrible. And I think now teams are like 1,001 when they've inducted a player into the ring of honor. Uh-oh. Which yeah, that's true. That's you, the most concerning. You kind of jinxed him on this one, John. Well, I don't know. I mean, I knew it was going to be a low-scoring game. Um, it was first drive, it, first drive of the of the game, which turned out to be the difference maker. Didn't think it would. Uh, Eric Ebron catches a touchdown in the end zone, gets ripped out of his hands. Mm-hmm. As like he's coming down with the ball, gets ripped out of his hands. Uh, it's an interception. You, you know, it's like oh, it's whatever. We forced a fumble happens. on that drive, like it's no big deal. Turns out to be the difference maker. Mm-hmm. Venetary missed an extra point and our only touchdown in the game. Uh, which that turned out to be a big deal as well because instead on fourth and 10 being able to go for it, we had, or instead of kicking a field goal to tie, we had to go for it. Uh, this, I, I was feeling extremely optimistic about this, this four game stretch that we had going into the Texans game. Yeah. Uh, it kind of, it kind of slows against, your momentum playing against three subpar opponents and then the Jaguars who are a tough team, but you know, obviously nothing crazy. The good thing um, derailed, by that uh, Jacoby Brissett injury. The good thing is they if they can get rolling against the Jags, they'll they'll come into this Texans game with not too many wins. Uh, you know what I mean? Like there's, I'm a there's big momentum no, guy yeah. and I think that I think that if they can beat the Jags here, that's enough to roll them into this Texans game with enough to put them over the edge to Look, win that I, game. Because if they win that game, you said if they win that game, they're going to playoffs. Oh, guaranteed. If the Texans lose to the Colts in Houston, the Colts have locked up the AFC South. I feel like And if they lose that game, if they lose that game, there's still a chance they make the playoffs. A chance. Um, it all. It also depends on what the Texans do too going into it. Because I thought yes. they were going into. Like, Who do they play next week? They've got the Ravens next week. Oh. Okay. So that's going to be a tough one, uh, for them. So if they win that one, it's going to be tough for the Colts. But I do think there's a chance that we will go into this game six and four. Both of us six and four. Uh, and so if if we win, oh, that's a terrible punt. That was a bad punt. That's Cowboys great. Have Seventeen. That's seconds. great field position. Oh my goodness. That's just you know this is twenty yard pass and you're you're chilling. Uh, but yeah, the Colts aren't out of it yet. I would say there's still a chance they make the playoffs, but hoping for a wild card spot is bad. He should have run that. He should have run oh, that. Oh my! He had a clear line. Up he, wow, that's sideline. crazy. Look at that. Left Look side. at that. Oh my goodness. Oh, he yeah. Uh, 
But I, I would like our chances in the AFC South. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a wild ride. It'll be one of the most closely watched divisions outside of, let's see, what else is there? The NFC West, of course. Yeah. And the NFC North. NFC East. And we'll the, be NFC close East. the NFC I mean, is all anyone is going to care about besides the AFC South. I think the AFC South is the closest in terms of. Ooh, oh, my goodness. That was almost a clincher right there. Uh, but yeah, so. But the tough thing is with the Colts, they're playing. Uh, like the teams that are above them in the wild card right now, Pittsburgh, Oakland, yeah. two teams that we've lost to in close games, but we still lost to them. So and they're rolling. Both we're not, of them. Yeah, and we're not gonna. If it comes down to it, we won't have the tiebreaker because no. head to head is number one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so all right, let's move. Terrible on. game. We can uh, talk about Packers Panthers now. Yeah, let's talk about Packers. Interesting Panthers. game. Football weather. Football. That, that was weather. a football. That was a football game right there. Kyle Allen, three hundred yards. Yeah, uh, Aaron Jones is looking I mean, fantastic. it helps when you can throw 100 of them to Christian McCaffrey. Oh, absolutely. No question about it. Okay, looks like Cowboys are lining up for a Hail Mary here. Yeah, uh, interesting. Unless they maybe maybe go one more out. Maybe one more just to get a little closer because it's still fourth if down they regardless. they a Hail Mary, our listeners' ears are going to be destroyed, John. Yeah, you better just— <laughs> I will— uh, Just, like, step away I'll, when, I'll, they, I'll th- turn when it around. they throw up. I might not even say up. anything. I might just, just, just lay amazing. down in the fetal position. Yeah. I mean that would that would push. I don't think it's gonna happen. You got one more out. Run one more out and then throw it. Uh, yeah, Kyle Allen. I mean, we said this. I said this going into the game. The Panthers are an above average team, and he's an above average game manager. But they're not. One yeah, more out. One there more is. out. Perfect. Uh, but he's. They're not gonna win. They're not gonna break. You know, break down any big time teams. Like look, looking at the playoffs here. The Packers would have been a big time team. Oh, for sure. No, but I'm saying like they, they, got, didn't they got Aaron Jones is a touchdown machine. Three That's touchdowns. He's, he's, I think he's leading the league. 17. Got the to season. be. Oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, right now the the Panthers sit ninth in the NFC. Um, they're a game behind the Minnesota Vikings here mm-hmm. for the for the second wild card spot. But there are two teams in front of them: the Rams and the Eagles. Uh, oh yeah, the Rams and the Eagles that have a tiebreaker over them. Uh, so the it's a big long upward road here. For the Panthers to make the playoffs, the Packers got back on track as Dak Prescott throws up. There's the Hail Mary. A home run ball, and it's, it's picked, picked off. off. And that's the game. Another pick well, for Dak. Uh, I was one of two on guarantees. Wow. What are you gonna do? Tough game. Uh, but yeah, so Packers back on track with a win. They will play the 49ers next week. Uh, 49ers at home. The Packers be, team is really impressive. That'd be a good one. I didn't think they were gonna be an eight and two team. Their defense has really brought it together. They're um, still honestly. I if they'd won. If they had won that Chargers game, like I'm, I'm ready to call them the second best team, probably the best team in the NFC. Yes. But with the Chargers loss, regardless, that's a, a big question because they're beat. There's a system to beat them. Yeah, a fifteen, a fifteen point loss. Like any any elite team that loses by fifteen points or more, like there's always going to be question marks. Like even with the Patriots, like last week, we're not concerned, but there's still question marks on them. Like if there's a yeah, like you said, if there's a system to beat them, then you know, then there's a chance that it could happen again. Uh, but let's keep it moving here. Uh, had, did, did Christian McCaffrey, is he still top three year MVP conversation? Yes. Because he is for mine, too. He's, he's third. He uh, caught 100 yards. Did he run for 100 or catch for 100? He caught, I think it was 100. I think he ran for 100, but then he threw in like 50 more or something receiving yards. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah 108, 108 on and the ground. 33. 33. The, yeah. So, so almost, looking good. Almost 150 and a touchdown. Another, how about, how about this high scoring one? Uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Hosted oh, the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I, I was watching this one for most of most of today because it was just like you knew it was going to be a big play or it was going to be like a turnover or something like that. Yeah. Jameis Winston did not disappoint. First drive of the day, he threw throwing an interception on like the third pass or something like that. What else like can that. you ask for? Uh, but the defense held strong. They held the Cardinals to a field goal. 
and they did enough. They were they 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 did pretty good. I was hoping to see more though. I was hoping for like forty no 40 rushing plus out of Arizona. Their yeah. running game was non-existent. Kyler Murray. So Kyler Murray had th- thirty three yards on three carries. All of it came on one of well, like one play really. Kenyon Drake had doubled David Johnson in carries. Well, David. Johnson, I have David I have a friend who was offered. He's still nursing an injury. Who was offered Tyreek Hill for David Johnson and didn't take it. Ooh. It, but it was because his running back depth is terrible. Yeah, but still. What do you I do mean, there? Do you take even though? But you, I mean, his I guess receivers are Hopkins and Odell. His running backs are David Johnson and like Jordan Howard and mm-hmm. like Alexander Madison. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, what do you do there? Maybe you take that. Uh, you take it just because and there's value him. there, and then try to flip it and see what you can get from it. I guess. And James Conner. Here's James Conner. Oh, yeah. Then it's you fine. take it. Yeah. You, you take. You no matter what. That's what I said. He thought matter. it was. He was like, "This is terrible." I was like, "This is a yeah, good no, trade." You, yeah. You have to take that. You can't risk it there. Uh, let's keep it moving. Falcons. Uh, I would say this is more of a shocking loss than the Dolphins Colts, just because you know the Colts had a lot of injuries, but the Falcons came out and just manhandled the Saints, twenty six to nine. But it was the defense. It wasn't like there wasn't one player on this team, like offensively, that really changed the game. But they kept Drew Brees in check, only yes. averaging six Dr- yards. They really throw. kept Drew Brees in check. That was the key of the game, obviously. Yeah, sacked him six times. Michael Thomas, 13 catches, 152 yards. He's top five receiver in the game now. Like he's there's there's been a lot of movement with the Saints team, obviously with Alvin Kamara being injured, Drew Brees being injured. But the one constant is that Michael Thomas is a good football player. Absolutely. Fantastic football. And he's player. our he's our MVP this year. Easily. For um sure. let's cover really quickly Lions and Bears. Okay. Uh Matthew Stafford, kind of a surprise scratch. Uh really interesting. I don't like they didn't they didn't really know what was going on. Jeff Driscoll, the quarterback that played today, said didn't, he didn't know he was playing till he came to the stadium he didn't do too this bad. morning. I mean he was all right. As much like as good as you could expect from a guy like that. The Bears looked bad. It was, I think, it was six to zero at halftime. The Bears have looked bad and, every week. Yeah, but they turned it on in the second half. Like, could they be? They re, could they be? Trubisky threw for three touchdowns. Could they have found their stride on 173 yards? Could they have found their stride? Maybe. No. Maybe. I feel like there's there's a chance because they here you go. Next week they play the Rams. They'll go Rams, Giants, Lions. Next three they go two. Let's see. If, I mean, they really have to win all three at this point. Yes, they like do. to save their season. But offense looked good. The Rams are equally anemic offensively. Yeah. So they're. This is a battle of a lot of stars, but not a lot of of talent, I guess. And two genius coaches, Matt Nagy and Sean McVay. Very interesting to see what will happen there. The Lions, they got they they fooled us for a second. They fooled us for a bit. They we thought, thought they were legit. We thought we, we thought, thought they were the best average team in the league. They were they were on the up and up. Yeah, th- there was a second there where we were like hot week on the five lines. where I thought they were gonna up. Well, I think we both did think they were gonna upset the Packers because <laughs> they were like two, three, and one or something like that. And well, then let's they talk about hot teams. They've gone one and two. Let's since. move on from okay. these two. Okay, Baltimore, Cincinnati. There's a lot of Lamar Jackson hype today, and our favorite topic on this podcast is is Lamar Jackson a passer? legit passer i mean 15 like he only threw 17 times but oh okay like there's Is there's lamar a lot of, jackson one of the best players in the league yep there's there's just a lot to unpack here that's like there's more than than really what what meets like the eye i guess because first off the Bengals, the the best two games that 
Lamar Jackson's had are against the the Bengals the, and the Dolphins. The two worst teams in the league. And they're not I, I looked at the numbers. I ran them this afternoon. They're not just bad defenses because everyone plays often like bad defenses. They're yeah, everybody his, gets to play the Bengals. They're once historically in a while. bad. Like the Dolphins are on pace to break the points, points record. Against record. And the Bengals are on pace to beat the to break the points the yards allowed record. It's like these teams are so bad. Like Historic. And they don't have an offense that's doing anything. I mean, Joe Mixon did have 114 yards, but he ran the ball 30 times. They don't have an offense that's keeping anybody off the field, either of them. So, I mean, Lamar Jackson just gets to run and throw all over them, even though he only threw the ball 17 times. This is just a simple situation of we need to see more. The next four weeks, the Ravens will play the Texans, the Ravens, the Rams, the Rams. The 49ers, Niners, and the Bills. That's a good stretch. Those are four and they good, get the and Steelers. I think those later. are four good defense. Okay, here's my Lamar Jackson checklist. Over these next four games, if he passes for more touchdowns than interceptions, throws for in these next four games a thousand yards and at least a sixty-five percent completion percentage. and at least sixty-five percent completion percentage, then we can have the conversation of him as a passer. Right now, not, not like as like as a legit passer. Yeah, like I mean, like right now, is he a better passer than Mr. Trubisky? Like yes. Well, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, sure. he's, a, he's a passer. He's not an elite passer. He's an elite player. He's, he's because of his rushing ability. I mean, I threw the stats out at you a couple days ago. And it wasn't good. It was, like, it was average. That's really what it was. Uh, and did he do a lot to change my mind in the game against the Bengals? Not really. But over these next four weeks, more touchdowns and interceptions, 1,000 yards, 65 percent completion percentage that's an above those are, all those you're are asking above, for is more touchdowns than interception those are above average quarterback numbers. you're asking for eight to five exactly that's not Something like that's that. not a lot to and ask. two 250 passing yards a game that's really what i'm asking for like if there's a game where he has more rushing yards than passing yards i that like that may just void the whole thing yeah uh but all right it'll be interesting to see the ravens are still winning games regardless the defense is really good marcus peters three three or four games with the with the ravens and yeah, he's, he's already got very two, well. He's already got two two uh, touchdowns. One good fumble return today. Pick six against the the Seahawks, and then he also got another interception too. So he's well, good. They're good, just in general. But absolutely. Lamar Jackson as a passer, not sold yet. He knows he, he knows be. what he needs. Yeah, he could be. He knows what he needs to do now, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's probably listening right now. He's like, okay, what he, do I he need wrote, to do? He wrote all four of those things down. He's he like, he wrote right. them on his hand. He's like, all right, bet. Let's do it. Okay, we got the Giants, battle. The Giants, battle of Jets. New York. Oh. We're on the same the Battle page. of New York. Yes, we are. The Battle of New York, indeed. Here's a fun stat for you. Daniel Jones became the first player, and or no, he has like the first. Yes, the first rookie in NFL history to throw for over 300 yards, pass for four touchdowns, and lose and lead, the game, and lead probably lead his team in rushing too. Yeah, well, because oh, Saquon sure, got hurt. Yeah, he had three too. carries for no, 20 but yards like and that specific it. stat, like he has, he put up those numbers and like lost his team still touchdown. lost the game. He didn't have Saquon. <coughs> that hurts. Yeah, Saquon was left a little bit more to be desired this game. Well, he got hurt. No, he didn't get hurt. He was hurt. Well, yeah, he's still coming off the he injury. Went, he, no, he went, no, he went in for x-rays or something. I don't think so. Let I thought me, he was there look. the whole game. Let yeah, yeah, you check that. Uh, Sam Darnold looked good, 19-30, 230 yards and a touchdown. The Jets' defense was fantastic. Uh, Jamison Crowder, a guy who I have in like three out of four of my leagues, uh, is finally shown out. Five catches, 81 yards and a touchdown. But... Jamal Adams just ripped the ball right out of yeah, he said, Daniel Jones' hands. That was crazy. Like that, I don't know whether you really. I mean, it was a fumble, but it's like, how do you how do you score that really? Uh, but Jets looked good. The Giants looked good, just not good enough. But 
I mean, really at this point, I think, oh no, Sam Darnold today in his press conference said that if they went out, like they're, they're a legit like playoff threat. Yeah. Like, Saquon that's, went in for an x-ray. That's a big F. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. He banged so, knees with somebody, but he was, he, but came even, back, but I even tell, even up till that point, he was not, not good. doing it. No. Yeah. He played bad. Uh, but jets next week, take on the Redskins in Washington. They they could get a win there, but then they go then they'll go Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins, Ravens, Steelers, Bills. They're probably best case seven and nine. Best case best seven case. and nine. Uh, sorry, sorry, Sam Darnold, not no playoffs this year. Uh, all right, let's keep it rolling. Steelers, Rams. Steelers, told you they are a decent team. I I that's a big turnaround for them. Four wins in a row, I think, since starting the season, two and four. One and four, uh, four four good wins in a row. Um, they haven't really beat, like they haven't had that like defining win. If that makes sense, like right. beating the Chargers would have been a little bit more impressive. Like they're an average team, uh, beat the Dolphins, beat the Colts, and mm-hmm. then beat the Rams. Those are those are good. Those are average teams. Those are fringe playoff teams at this point. Uh, the next few weeks they'll play divisional opponents though. Take on the Browns, Bengals, Browns, and then go Cardinals. That's and a good Bills. schedule for them. That's these are they these can are, make a nice. Those are more run. teams like, but here's the thing, the Steelers are hot, and now that the Browns have won one game. <laughs> everyone thinks the Browns are hot too, I including myself. I think the Browns are hot. Uh, I think they they left more to be desired. I'm not about it. I I really think there's a good chance the Browns come out here and win this game. It's in Cleveland. Oh yeah, I agree with that. I just don't think they're like hot. Like you know what I mean? Oh, I'm just saying, don't let them get hot though. Don't. Yeah, they could get hot. They they're Kareem they're ready hunt, to get hot. They Freddie Kitchens. Okay. I forgot to mention They just this. haven't gone through puberty yet. Ignore, I mean, yeah, obviously, just absolutely <laughs> terrible play calling inside the three. But Freddie Kitchens used Kareem Hunt really well today. Using him as a fullback, leading blocks for Nick Chubb. Like, genius. If like, you're going to sit him on your bench for that play many weeks, you got to use him. Well, yeah. Well, they no, but also he's been a factor, like, in the passing game and the running yeah, game. Yeah, no, no, I know. So he's, like, they're, they're making it work. I think, who was it? I'm trying to remember who was calling the game today, but they said that they used to have Bo Jackson and Marcus Grant on their, no, yes. What's his name? The running back for the Raiders. In the, is it Marcus Grant? I feel like that's the wrong name. Anyways, I'll let me look it up, and then I'll explain it. Um, but they used, oh, what is it? Man, this is killing me. Marcus, Marcus RB Raiders. Let's see if I can find it. I don't. I don't think it's Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen. Yes. Wow. Um, so Marcus Allen, they they used him with Bo Jackson, and Marcus Allen was like, you know what? Just use me as a, a lead blocker. Use me as a fullback, and they were insanely effective. I feel like they like Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb can have the same effect. They're yeah, they're both electric runners. Nick but... Chubb. Nick Chubb struck like got out of his funk. Like he he was struggling the last few weeks. Not many people were talking about it, but. He was also partially to blame for for what was going on with the with the uh, with the the Browns offense. But anyways, interesting to see what'll happen there uh, with with the Browns because they could get hot, and this could be a team that you know could win we'll see. quite a bit of games. All right, we're on our last game. Are we? Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker. Well, we got another game tomorrow that we'll cover after. This, oh yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. After. Cowboys lose to the Vikings, twenty four twenty eight. It was a fun game to watch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very back and forth. Amari Cooper with the most. Toe touch sideline catches I've ever seen in a game. Yeah, he had like three and a quarter, or something and, and like a heel that. drag too. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Just for good measure. Just for good. Like, I had to get the whole foot in. Right. Mm. Um, the storyline of this game was that the Vikings shut Zeke down big. He had 20 carries for 47 yards. He didn't look explosive at all. 
they were all over every rushing play. He, I don't think he had a single rush over 15 yards. And Dalvin Cook, on the other hand, ran 25 times for 100 yards and also was the leading receiver for Minnesota, catching seven times for 86 yards. Dalvin Cook ran all over this Cowboys defense. They couldn't tackle him. It took three guys to tackle him every time he got the ball. Mm-hmm. Losses or plays that should have been losses, he turned into five-yard gains. And that was the difference maker in the game. The Cowboys were off to a slow start in both halves and were playing catch-up. It People are probably going to be quick to blame Dak a little bit because that's just been the theme of the year. But Zeke's been the problem in this game. And it's not Zeke necessarily, but that he wasn't getting blocked for well enough in the Vikings game plan for it. And the Cowboys just couldn't do enough because they got down early. They I mean, don't, if they get off to a good jump here, totally different story. But they went down 14-0 to start the game. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Like, I think this is how like Dak is going to take most of the blame because defenses are game planning for Zeke. But basically but Dak, they're saying they're saying we're going to shut down Zeke until like you can show us that like the passing game can be so effective that you need to run the ball. If that makes sense. Like that that will yes. will we'll start to stop the passing game. Like they were good, but they weren't good enough where it was like, okay, we need to actually be serious about but stopping the Dak, pass. Dak threw for 397 yards and three touchdowns. He threw all over them. He had yeah. two receivers over 100 yards. But it, but that's what I'm saying. And is it three still, passing touchdowns. It still wasn't enough. And part, like you said, part of the blame can go to Ezekiel Elliott. But and the defense. Dak Prescott, the defense cannot give up 28 points to the Vikings But Dak Prescott offense. was 28 of 46. Oh, yeah. But that's a lot not, of those – I mean, he was 11 for his first 20. It started. They started off terribly mm-hmm. slow, defensively yeah. and offensively. They gave up 14 points and couldn't get anything rolling. Yeah. But that's that's the thing. Like, I, I, I do think there's part of the blame. Well, first off, like, number one is the defense. That was like that was ridiculous. They couldn't We're tackle. watching those. Yeah, just from the jump, it was like Dalvin Cook was steamrolling through him. Uh, then it's Zeke, not like Kirk Cousins did anything special. Yeah, and Zeke. It was all Dalvin Zeke's Cook. Zeke's good enough that it's like you really have to like he, he should be able to break through. He should even, have a, if he has twenty if, carries, he should have at least eighty yards. Even if teams are game planning around him, he's a good enough running back in this league that he can like he can make do with that. Uh, but it was it was just a tough game to watch. Interesting, uh, a good fun for, game to watch. Good though. for Kirk Cousins. Uh, Absolutely, Vikings moved to seven and three. And He's the, the, Dallas the, falls to five and four, and Dallas is gonna have a tough time making the playoffs. Pull up the Eagles schedule real quick. I'll just, pull up Dallas's. I don't, I don't think that they're gonna have that hard All right. time. Here's our rest of season schedule. Luckily, we get the Lions next week mm-hmm. with probably no Matt Stafford. Right. Well, maybe we'll see. He could, they yeah. said he could be out three weeks, so I doubt he plays next week. Interesting. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll have to see what happens there. But okay. For, for so, the, but I'm still gonna give him a win, even if Matt Stafford plays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they play the Lions. Then they have the Patriots. Okay, so they're one and one. Uh-huh. Then the Bills, they'll probably win that game. They're in Dallas. Mm-hmm. They'll probably win that game. Okay, so they're two and one. Then they get the Bears. Depends on what. And the Bears and the Rams, they're gonna they lose split. one of those. Yeah, they'll split. So that's what three and two. Yeah. Then they play the Eagles. Mm. Winner of that game. Winner of that game is going to the playoffs because the then they play the Redskins. Yeah. So they're four and so they're looking at four and two. Mm-hmm. So they're looking at nine and six. So then they play the Eagles. So they either go nine and seven or ten and six. Yeah. So okay. So the Eagles. The Eagles start off Patriots. That's a loss. All right. So that's a loss. Seahawks. That's a loss. That's a loss. All right. Dolphins. Giants. Two win. Wins. Win. Redskins, Redskins. Win. Yeah. So they're three and two. Beat the and the Giants, the Giants again. Four and two. Four and two. So that puts them at nine and six. Exactly. John, it's gonna come down to that game. Yeah. What I'm scared of is that we've already beaten the Eagles once. I mean, you know what I mean. But you just can't look at like I feel. Like and it's and it's in Philly. 
But I feel like with your mindset, it's such like a um, like a streak thing. But we just but it's just it ha- it's just a, such a pattern. But part happens. of it has to be like how the coach gets his players ready. The like problem is our coach doesn't respond. get his players ready. Yeah. Look mm-hmm. at tonight's game against Minnesota. They came out so lethargic, no passion, yeah. no game plan. Yeah, but that, that's like, my concern. But that, you know, sometimes they can motivate themselves. Yeah. as well so well like, and and the defensive like chris richard can get the guys going rob marinelli mm-hmm. like there's other I, coaches I want, on his yeah. team that are good coaches yeah like it, it'll Garrett. be interesting to see what happens like game by game scenarios but if it's the eagles, gonna come down if to the this. eagles can steal one because they're playing patriots and seahawks at home if they can steal one of those that puts them in a really good spot if they can steal one of those then they're looking at being then they'd be 10 and 5 10 going and, into that game or no not 10 and 5 going into that game or they'd be 9 and 5 going nine into and that five, game. yeah no. Yeah. Eight and five? Nine and five, because it's second to last game of the year. Nine and five. Yeah. I mean, nine and five going into that game. And Dallas would be eight and six. Dallas would be eight and six going into that game. Yeah. So So then if they win, then the they're car- tied, then and they're, then they both really win. But then Dallas would get the head to head. No, it's still gonna come down to that game. Yeah. Even regardless. if even if even if the Eagles can steal one, it comes down to that game. Yeah. So tough. Wow. That's, that'll be because t- Dallas will win the tiebreaker with two wins over the And Eagles. there's no way and there's no way they're gonna Steal one? They're, they're, no, there's no way they're going to the, the wild card. There's no way they can get a wild no, card at this point. Not at nine playing. and seven. Yeah, neither of them. The Vikings are seven and three. They're the neither they're the of them. Neither card. of them are making a wild card. So basically, Dallas is going to have to beat the Eagles in week sixteen. Yep. All right. There you go. Okay. So we got a good game tomorrow. We can cover real quick. Yeah. Let's talk about that, and then let's throw. down. Who's your bet? Straight up. Let's throw down our updated playoff predictions after this game. All right. Sick. Uh, straight up. Straight up. I got Seattle. It's just like. I, I really Niners are the 75% ESPN's matchup predictor gives the Niners a 75% chance of victory. That is ridiculous. Well, first off, you have to take it out like you have to take it from what they've seen or what the 49ers have given us. Like what they've given us is I understand. That. No, they're an, an elite, Niners are an excellent an elite team. defense. And I've been doubting them all year and I've been proven wrong week after week. However, it, like we said last week, this game comes down to Seattle's defense stepping up. Oh, oh versus man. wow. Oh, sorry, keep the going. Niners offense stepping up, right? Yep. I have made my prediction, and it's not so much. So here's the thing. Initially, I'm thinking Seahawks, right? Because these are two teams that I always seem to like underrate, I guess. Like, yes. those are, they are, they're these two teams. But Rob Ninkovich said on ESPN today, you just can't go against Russell Wilson. He's right. So, and for that reason, I'm going with the 49ers. For that reason, you are going against Russell Wilson. <laughs> because... Rob Ninkovich, the last two weeks, has said, you can't doubt Jacoby Brissett against the Steelers. He also said, the Colts are going to get it going against the Dolphins this week. you got some week. personal vendetta here, John. It's not personal vendetta. So personal. He's just been dead wrong. Yeah, but like, he's who, been, what else has he said? He's probably he's said been, a bunch of right he's things. He's been dead wrong. The two things that I've seen from Rob, <laughs> and my, from what I've seen, Rob Ninkovich, in his predictions, is 0-2. <laughs> okay? I may have a bad percentage <laughs> of predicting games, but it's not 0%. Well, but he might not have a 0% either. But as far as I'm concerned, he does. <laughs> as far as you know. From the for the rest of my for the rest of my podcasting at, career, I will always go against Rob Nick. The over under is 47.5. I'm going under on that. Easy. This oh, will be a defensive game. Easy. That's absolutely for sure. that's an easy under. Um but I I think I think I agree with Rob Nikovich. You can't go against Russell Wilson. It is in San Francisco, but what scares me for San Francisco is that they haven't lost yet. And Seattle's coming in hungry. And Seattle's coming in with something to prove, right? Seattle wants to prove they're the best team in the NFC West. And if their, def- if their defense can just pull it together a little bit, 
Mm-hmm. Their offense far outweighs San Francisco's offense. But their no, rushing well, game is just as good, mm-hmm. and their quarterback oh, is mm-hmm. twice as good. Chris Carson is just as good as that entire backfield. No, that's not true. That's, when he operates within Russell Wilson's offense. That's not true. Uh, okay, so first off, the likelihood this is this is also part of my basis and, and my line of thinking. It's not just because Rob Ninkovich said uh, that the Seahawks were going to win. When and no George Kittle, no George Kittle. But who has a higher chance of doing their job? Like that's really what it comes. I said this on on Friday. Who has a better chance of doing their job? Is it the Seahawks defense or Jimmy G? Or is it Jimmy G and the 49ers offense? It's that. That's where that's. Like, There's just something about them. top five offense, top five, top five defense, respectively. Seahawks top five yes. offense, uh, 49ers top five defense. We know we're going to get there. It's going to be a battle. That's why the game's going to be won on the other side. I understand. What and you're I would rather trust Jimmy. G- like it's not a matter of me trusting Russell Wilson. It's not a matter of me trusting uh, the the 49ers defense or or T- Tyler Lockett or Chris Carson or whoever. It's a matter of that Jimmy G just went off last week against the, the Cardinals. Yeah, he looked. Granted, and Seattle Cardinals. has gotten gone off on exactly the a last couple weeks three weeks. Like what? What? I uh, no. So I totally seen... like. I totally understand. Statistically, you're right. Yeah. Personnel wise, you're right. Mm-hmm. But these two teams just in their previous matchups, there's just something about Seattle, especially at this point in the season, that compels me to be scared of them. But also at the same time, what have they done? Right. You look at the teams that they've played. They've got the last two weeks. They have wins over the Falcons and the Bucks. All right, that's fine. They lost to the Ravens. They beat the Browns. They beat the Rams. They beat the Cardinals. They lost to the Saints. Then they beat the Steelers and Bengals. Yeah. Really, they've beat the teams they should beat, which is fantastic. Absolutely. But they're not beating the teams. Like their schedule gets tougher, and if they're losing to teams, that oh, are like, I don't think Seattle's going to win this division. Well, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but like that's what I'm saying is that we haven't seen them face a real test yet, and the games that they have been they, we haven't tested seen them in, win a real test yet. Yes, we've seen this, them face tests and they lost. Yeah, exactly. They lost to you know. I the, agree, but in this specific head-to-head matchup, like if this is the the Patriots, I'm picking mm-hmm. the Patriots. You know what I mean? Yeah. But because it's a divisional game, there's just something about divisional games in the NFL in general that makes you really stop and think rather than just taking the better team. But it's yeah, because it's it's not just you know what I mean though. But like, I'm not even ready to say that the 49ers are a better team at this point, and I'm not either. I, They're I really, very close. I think like I was ready to talk about the Seahawks as one of the best teams in the NFL. They are before one of the, the last two. The well, they are, but before the last two weeks, like they're like they for me they were undisputed top three before now the Falcons and the Bucks. Yeah, they're top six still. But what Niners like, are top two. What what are they doing? Top three. Like. The, the 49ers last week offense really showed me that they can make those steps. What have the Seahawks done to say, you know what, we're, we're here and we're ready to shut down teams. They allowed 28 points to the Browns, 30 to the Ravens, 29 to the Rams, 33 to the Saints. The thing is, Russell Wilson's thrown with like 66% completion percentage, 2,500 yards, and one pick on 22 touchdowns. Yeah, no, he's he's ba- like, like he's bailed them out for sure. He's going to bail Absolutely. them out, and he's going to bail them out to some extent. But it's, but it's, law, it's law of averages at this point. Like he's not gonna do that every game. Russell or uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Two weeks ago, he hit his law of averages. He was superhuman for three weeks in a row, and then all of a sudden he looked he, very human he against hit, the Chargers. He lost his stride. Absolutely. So it'll be a fun game. It, well, here's what here's what we're deciding here. All these things that we're saying right now, we can go back. You guys can go back, and we can listen to these things, mm. and it'll teach us a lot about our notion, preconceived notions of what these teams are yeah, and what gets uh, validated and what things change our perspective. This, this game is going to change our perspective on one of these teams. Definitely. If it's close, it probably increases our respect for both these teams. 
If it's yeah. very close. Mm. If one team gets blown out, it completely solidifies the other team. And the team that gets blown out, if it's San Francisco, okay, they haven't played anybody yet. If it's Seattle, okay, they haven't played anybody yet. Yeah. One, one of the... I They're still say, both going to be great teams. I would say if it's a close game and the 49ers win, they that gives me so much more respect for them than if yes. the Seahawks win a close game. Yes. Because yes. this whole season, it, it, the, 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 Seahawks, Niners, the Seahawks have the composure well, to win the close Niners games. the Niners have more to lose, right? Exactly. They're 8-0. No, but but I'm saying like you look at these like the 49ers have blown some teams out, and the Seahawks have won a lot of close the Seahawks teams. have won have taken them. To, they took the Rams Which, down to the wire. Respect to them for doing that, but yeah, they they like the Bengals, Steelers, Rams, and uh, Browns game have all been within five points. And those teams and are the very Bucks, good. And the Bucks and Seahawks were overtime, like so they know how to play in these close games and they know how to win. Yes, but if if the 49ers can do what the Seahawks have done to teams all season and win. Yeah. And that's a like that's big like that I agree with you that's what I'm saying that's like that's really going to change our perspective. We're going to learn a lot, but let's they, let's move think. on. Mailbag Monday is that we're on. Mailbag to? Monday, yeah. Let's let's talk a little Mailbag Monday. Uh, Mailbag Monday is presented by Aaron Visual. Cycle Four is now out. You can find your clothes at AaronVisual.co. Some fantastic uh, new clothes in this cycle. Cycle Four, silky soft. OK Boomer shirts. That's right. OK Boomer shirts are fantastic. You can get those. You for, got one of those. Didn't I you? did. I did get one of those. You can and get them Joey, for, our guest analyst, for ten. You can get them for ten bucks on Aaron ten, Visual. Yeah, that's a steal for especially ten. Especially if you use and everything else is champion, which is hype. That's right. Absolutely. And especially if you use code NGL at checkout, you can earn even more savings. Uh, but be sure to check it out. AaronVisual.co. Cycle Four out now. Mailbag Monday. So we allu- I alluded to this a little earlier. But uh, people want to hear our playoff, our updated playoff oh, predictions, okay, yes, because they didn't start off the strongest. But <laughs> but who's dough? But but yeah, who can who can really predict all all the playoff teams at this point? Uh, but yeah, let's Some go ahead. And, let's go ahead and start. Some people, all right. well, not a lot. All right, let's start with the NFC. All right, my locks, um, my locks for the league. Okay, New England's a lock. Okay, to win their division. Yes, Baltimore's a lock to win their division. Kansas City's a lock to win their division. Um. And and New Orleans is a lock to win their division. Those are my okay. four locks. I got two each. Okay. All right. So there's two teams. Okay. The two wild card teams that I've got from each division are Minnesota. Yep. And Seattle. Okay. And then from the uh, AFC, I've got you're not you haven't disagreed with anything so far, have you? Uh, I, I've got a few. Okay. And few. from the AFC, my wild card teams are Pittsburgh. And oh man, John, Pittsburgh and. I'm looking at Buffalo's schedule. Buffalo has a tough schedule. It's not going to be Buffalo. Pittsburgh and... Wow. I'm going to go Buffalo anyway. They've got a game in hand. Okay. They're yeah. lucky to have a game in hand. Yeah. If it was all tied up, I'd have a tough time. Oakland's rolling. Let me go look at Oakland's schedule. Oh, Oakland has a buttery schedule, could, John. Well, uh, the, first, the next two oh, teams my are, goodness. Are, are really good. Look at the rest of their schedule. They get Broncos, Raiders... Okay, I'm gonna go back forward. Broncos, or Broncos, Chargers, Jags, Titans, Chiefs, Jets, Bengals. That's uh-huh. a nice schedule. Could be Raiders, but I'm still gonna go with the the Bills because I I think they have a good enough defense and their offense is confident enough. They're gonna get back on track. Okay, so then um, that's my playoff or that's my wildcard teams to finish out the uh, playoffs. I've got Houston winning their division and. Um, That's it. That's it. Yeah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then in the NFC, I think Dallas does win that game against Philly. So I've got Dallas, and then 
um, Green Bay, and then San Francisco. Okay, so go one to six. Go one to six. So ranking those uh, in the NFC, um, I'm going to rank those San Francisco, San Francisco, New Orleans, Green Bay, Dallas, because it has to be, mm-hmm. and then Minnesota, or not? Yeah, the oh Seattle, Minnesota, which is really tough for Carolina because they should be a playoff team. Mm-hmm. And then in the AFC, I've got New England, Baltimore, Kansas City, Houston, Pittsburgh, Buffalo. So there it is. For the most part, uh, very similar. Uh, my locks in the AFC. I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to give the the uh, AFC North away to the Ravens just yet. I I am only because the next four weeks, you go Texans, Rams, 49ers, Bills. But I believe the Ravens do get to play the Steelers at least once more. They do one more time. Last yeah. game of the year. So that's good. So for yeah, but the first game they took them to overtime. Like and this was when the Steelers were still a bad team. Yeah, but this is the last week. So I'm not ready to. I really do think the division is going to come down to the last week. Wow, that's just, a hot take. Just because, like, the, not, not blazing hot, but the, it's warm. The Steelers you know? are are two games back. Like, all right, run think about your... it. Like, think about it. They're two games back, but it's a, it's okay. A close they might not two. be a lock, but you think they're winning the division, Baltimore? Not a lock. I haven't seen. I haven't seen enough. If you had to put money down, where are you putting it? Oh, Baltimore, Baltimore for sure. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, depending on what the odds are, like. Yeah. Pittsburgh oh, yeah. is an attractive option just because of <laughs> the way they've been playing football. All right, run through your run through your AFC. Uh, so my AFC, New England's one mm-hmm. for sure, definitely. I think Kansas City's two. You think um, they're not even, losing even again? with the loss? I think they may lose one more. Eleven and but five I think does 11, it for two. I think eleven and five will because the <laughs> Baltimore's going to drop some games. So I think I think Baltimore's going to be like a ten and six. You know, if they win the division, that'll get them third though. Exactly. So, so then Baltimore, uh, Baltimore third, the Colts fourth because I don't think. Like I, I really do believe we're going like five and one in our division, but one of the, that loss is not going to come to the Texans. It'll just be, because it'll be the Jags. Sean. Every time, Jags. every time we play the Texans, so we're going to lose next week. I don't think we're losing next oh, week. No, if Jacoby Brissett's back, so then it because the so Titans. Ha- yeah, oh, it, it will be the Titans. Titans. Yeah, that makes sense. That just makes sense. <laughs> because every time we play the Texans, like especially the last two years, we've always been the team that's been better prepared, like more equipped to win. Absolutely. The, like the week four, whenever we played them, they had like 12 penalties. We had two. We've had a, a weird couple of weeks, but we've we've just been bunching together all our bad games so we don't have another bad game the rest of the year. <laughs> that's that's nice. That's, that's really, really what we're doing. Really all right, what so you got doing. Colts and then... So, so, it's, so the four are New England, Kansas City, Baltimore, Baltimore New, uh, Indianapolis, Indy. then Pittsburgh at the five. I think they're going to go nine and seven, ten mm-hmm. and six. Um and then come on, go Raiders. I, I, you know, I will go Raiders just because I want them in there. Just because I feel like I like the way they've been playing. You know, they're well coached. They're well coached. John Gruden is a master motivator. I he honestly, I had that feeling in my chest when you kind of want to cry a little bit, just thinking about how good John Gruden is. I That's a I really weird thing. I don't know I if he invokes up. that same reaction. Out of John, him, I'm but. a, I'm, I just really like how happy he gets after wins. Uh, oh yeah, that that one video of him like hugging all the fans. I just like you, I, you I, I, he is a really motivational guy, and you, you can see, see that in Hard Knocks. You can see that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's mm-hmm. really he gets he gets to his guys. Yeah. Okay. So good. So my yeah, one through six: and New then, England, Kansas City, Baltimore, Indianapolis, Pittsburgh, Oakland. All and right. especially, and especially, be, this may be partially biased as to why. Oh no, no, no! Hang on, hang on, hang on. What? I take you, that back. I'm Houston? sorry. I want Houston. Yeah, okay. Houston's gonna make it. Not, not the Raiders. Sorry. Oh, we went through that whole emotional thing. I want thing, the Raiders so bad. I really do think the AFC South has two playoff caliber teams. All right. Uh, so, but and, no 
AFC Championship teams. All right. Well, we don't know that for sure. I'm going to bet the on The Colts are undefeated against teams with a winning record. <laughs> and like I was telling you earlier, when we get into the playoffs, that's all we're playing is teams with winning records. <laughs> wow. So that's really convenient. So all right. Good, good for us. All and right. then and the NFC. Pop over here. And the NFC. Uh, I feel like the Saints. I was just, tempted to put Saints at one. I feel like the Saints, that was just a trap game. I really do think top down, they're the best built team. Alvin Kamara has not been himself since he's come back from injury, but, but I think be. that'll change. So I'm going to go New Orleans, the one seed. San Francisco is the two. Mm-hmm. Green Bay, three. Yeah. And then Dallas, four. Mm-hmm. And then my wild card teams are going to be the same as yours, but I'm going to do Seahawks at five and Minnesota at six. Oh, I wanted Seahawks at five, too. Oh, okay. Did so, I put them at six? So I, think, I want Seahawks. So we agree I think we're about the same except, the for, except for Flip, San Francisco, New Orleans. Yeah. Um, Which I was tempted to do, but San Francisco has, they've got enough games in hand that I like them. Yeah. Okay. And then another question we got um, was, because, you know, I, I, I mentioned that Jeff Driscoll was like, not Jeff, Jeff Driscoll. Um, wow. The Bengals quarterback. Right. Uh, 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 fin- Ryan Finley. Yeah, Ryan there we go. Finley. Uh, why did that they, blank my mind? It's like your favorite why, dude in the league right now. I don't know Ryan why Finley, my mind either. Um, so I got a question. What was Ryan Finley's performance? Like, what did it? Oh, what did you think of it? You got a Ryan Finley fan? Like what that? did you think of it? Yeah. Uh, so I was actually talking to Hayden about this earlier. He That's right. Play, we talk about sports outside the podcast. He didn't play particularly good, but well, Joe Mixon had the most rushing yards. Do you think that is that he's had due all to Ryan Finley? I think there's His direct. Presence? I think there's direct causation. Okay, so Ryan Finley threw 16 for 30 for 167, a touchdown and a pick. Going against one of the best defenses. Going in the league. against one of the best defenses in the league and not having a lot of time with the ball because Lamar Jackson keeps running and exactly throwing. Also, balls. Lamar Jackson's run. That's the best oh run this season. The best the, run I've seen this season. That spin move, that double. That, he, not, he, that, he, he froze him on the cut and then the spin got four dudes. Froze him on the cut and spun and just knocked him into each other like bowling balls. That was that was insane. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, I really do think the Bengals are are own eight this year. I really think like the Bengals need to trade back. Give someone else the number one pick that's desperate at quarterback. You trust Ryan Finley that much? I do. Okay. Because you give him an offensive Trade line. Trade back to three, and then the, the one and two are, okay, I need to Joe Burrow played great, and I need to walk back uh, my Joe Burrow criticism. Um, I still hold that he doesn't have elite physical characteristics. But you may not And have that he's to. not a career winner. But he's, he, he looks very composed. And when I was watching film on him, I was about three games behind, and I really should have been caught up. I... Joe Burrow is, and I said he was a top five pick. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, you said, podcast. no, you said, well, I said, yes. Oh, I said, absolutely. You said, a top five you pick. said if he did, it would be bad. It would be a bad move. If he I said drafted. taking him number one would be a bad move. No, no. You I said, if, no, you said you were talking about no, the Dolphins. I thought, I thought he was top five. The Dolphins taking him at two? Yeah, you said, you said well, the Dolphins I, I would think take taking him at two, two, you're losing value because there's, I think there's more value there at two. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about Chase Young. But yeah, anyways, regardless. And, and of, honestly, they shouldn't take Judy at two, but he's talented enough to go to. I don't. I don't. I don't think you need a wide receiver. You don't in the need top him. five. You don't. You don't, don't need think, him there. I don't think anyone but, needs. Him okay, what I'm saying is not five. that he's a top two draft pick, but he's a top three player. Oh yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely. So but in terms of okay, value, so yeah. but if I'm drafting right now, I'm taking Tua first, Joe Burrow second. Still, I don't know. I, I in, in when Tua is playing well, the ball doesn't touch the ground. When Joe Burrow is playing well, the ball doesn't touch the ground. The I idea, think Tua has a physical. The idea too. that uh, that you need like a quarterback first or second pick is fantastic. But only if the Bengals use that th- to their advantage. Because I don't think they need they to need draft to, if, a quarterback. Whichever one so of those guys draft, they take needs a system around them. If they can draft at three and get Chase Young and, and also next get year's like first, uh, yeah, the team's next year's first and maybe even their second from this year. Like because I'll tell you what, two attack of Iloa is not going to lead 
the Miami Dolphins to a outside of the top five pick. No, it's like what I've been saying since you know what I mean since like, last year with Kyler Murray. It's like you drafting a quarterback early and expecting him to fix all your problems is like putting uh, a bandaid on a broken leg. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't fix it. So Bengals this year, you're gonna get just get AJ Green healthy. You've got Joe Mixon. You've developed a ton of young wide receivers because you've really had a revolving door uh, with all the guys getting out. Uh, draft Chase Young. Develop like get your assets. Put put uh put yourself in a chance to win. And let Ryan Finley go to town. And let Ryan Finley go to town <laughs> because Tyler Eifert that's a good weapon. AJ Green's a good weapon. Tyler Boyd. Like, think about this. If they Joe get Mixon. if they get a good offensive line. That's what they need. Like that that trio. That imagine they get. Imagine they get a first trio. and like a second from this year. Mm-hmm. They take a. They take two offensive linemen in the second round. Colts did it. Look at where we are now. It's a good move. I mean, where we were last year. All when right. We made the playoffs and won a game. Enough college football. Although, props LSU. We got to shout them out. That's right. Crazy game. A lot of fun to watch. I thought they were going to lose it at halftime. No joke. Also, it's a conspiracy. I've come to realize over the past few days. This is. We're going to end the show on this. We're going to talk college football. Um, cause especially as these rankings come out, I kind of want to break it down a little bit more. I didn't realize it at first, um, because everyone was so focused on Clemson being ranked five. Um, you know, and yeah, it was such a big have, deal that they should have been, well, it is like, I, I think it is a big deal. Oh yeah, definitely. But we miss the fact that Georgia was six and Oregon is seven because now that, that basically what they're saying is that there are three sec teams ranked above Oregon at this point. Yeah. Okay. So well, what's even pro- if, the problem is the Pac-12 is not helping Oregon. No, no, Utah. no, 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 no. But here's the thing: is that Oregon, Oregon is now behind those three. Alabama has no shot of playing. The, well, they have a shot, but it's like basically no chance of playing the SEC championship game because that will require the LSU to lose two games, which they're not going to do. No, because they have the tiebreaker over them. But that means if Georgia and LSU play in the pack in the SEC championship game, then what the winner of that game gets in. But then also. Alabama gets in too. Yeah. Because right Oregon has their loss far superior to Georgia's loss. Granted, if Georgia beats Auburn on the road, then they they deserve to be in the college football playoffs yes. because obviously that's a better they beat the team that Oregon lost to. But if Auburn wins, Oregon needs to be top 4. And if Utah beats Oregon, Utah needs to be top 4. Yeah. Because Oregon's loss looks good. Utah's uh, I would love Utah's to see, loss was bad. I would love to see Oregon in the top four. I mean, I've just been. I, I feel like the Pac-12. It's been just so many years since they've been like bad. Now they're borderline good. I mean, well, two teams. I'm I'm gonna be honest. They're the WSU had a real chance last year. They just screwed the pooch when they lost to Washington. But and this year, that's they besides the fact. Looks good and blew it. I don't even want to. I don't even want to talk about Washington. It's been State. gross to watch. Okay. All right. There it is. That's that's gonna do it on the podcast. More college football to come, uh, just because the rankings, the way they figured out things and their explanations for why they rank players the way they do. Uh, you mean teams? Teams is gonna be interesting. Yes. Uh, coming down the stretch, and honestly, I'm all in favor of an eight-team college football playoff. But that's another topic for another day. We'll see you next week. Uh, be sure to check out our Instagram at Not Gonna Lie Podcast or Twitter at Podcast NGL for more picks for you to fade. So <laughs> thanks for listening. Keep fading them. Yeah, keep fading them. And we'll see you next week.